This is Tommy Bowman, co-founding pastor of Mission Church and host of the Redefining Church podcast. The mission of this podcast is to guide local churches towards a movement of Jesus. This is Redefining Church. Well, hey guys, welcome back to the Redefining Church podcast. This is episode seven of season two. If you have not listened to season one and the previous episodes, it all is foundational to today's episode. It all builds up to what we're talking about today. Uh, I have Dan Ruda back on the show today. We are going to talk about the first course on our growth track, the Alpha Course, specifically three ways it will make your church and your people more missional. Don't forget, uh, this podcast exists to guide local churches towards a movement of Jesus. This whole podcast started because I wanted you to use this opportunity in time, in history, in the life of your church to redefine church for movement, to create a new normal. We have been, for the last three or four episodes, journeying through our values as a church and how they move us towards movement. Gather, grow, and go. Those are the values. We had an episode on gathering for movement. We had another episode on within the gathering. How do you preach and teach for movement as the end game? And in last episode, we talked about our growth track. And Dan gave us kind of a high level of the three courses of our growth track. And today we're going to zero in on the first course, the Alpha course, and specifically how it will make your church more missional. Before we get into that conversation, please continue to rate, review, and subscribe wherever you listen to podcasts. If you're watching on YouTube, please like and consider subscribing to this channel. Uh, And most importantly, if you know that one leader, Uh, one pastor who could benefit from today's content, if it would help lead them towards redefining church for movement, please consider sharing with them. But let's get into this conversation today with Dan Ruda. All right, so we are here with Dan Ruda. Dan, welcome back to the show for the third time. Whoa, thanks for having me back. It's good to be back. You are my most frequent guest. Wow which there's not a lot of competition. That's, hey, you know, maybe this, we'll see how this one goes. Maybe yeah. this will be my last. Yeah, we'll see. <laughs> I'm sure it won't be. All right, so um, we're back here, episode eight. We're talking about three ways that Alpha, mm-hmm. okay? And it turns out not all the listeners out there know what Alpha is. That's why we're doing this. Three ways Alpha will make your church more missional. And as I said in the intro, you know, through the lens of what the goal of this podcast is to guide you and your local church towards the movement of Jesus, Equipping your people to live a missional life is a very important aspect to that. The last episode, episode seven, we talked about our second value, which we're kind of continuing on today of grow. We have three values, gather, grow, and go. And Dan talked us through our three growth track courses, our alpha course, our partner course, and our planter course. And just as a quick review, alpha course, it will help a person find Christ and it introduces them to the church, capital C church. Partner course, it helps them begin to follow Christ and it helps them partner with a church, right? So specifically a local church. And then our last course, which we'll get into soon, uh, coming episodes, it's the planter course. It helps you to continue to follow Christ and then be the church, Mm -hmm. right? That's the goal for people, be the church, just not at the church. But today we're gonna talk about the Alpha course Specifically, Dan was really ran point on implementing Alpha within our growth track and within our church. So let's just start by informing people what is Alpha. We didn't come up with it. Mm-hmm. It's been around for a while. So let's just talk to them about what is Alpha. Yeah, Alpha is a course. It's a series of sessions 
that explores the basics of life, faith, and meaning. So Alpha began uh, at a church called Holy Trinity Brompton in London in 1977. And it was basically ran as a, like a kind of a new believers evangelism class in their menu of options. And uh, the vicar pastor at that time, Nikki Gumbel, um, looked at the alpha material and was like, oh my goodness, this would be really helpful for all of my friends outside of the church. And most of the people he cared about, obviously he loves his church, but he's like, I have friends who don't know Jesus, that these are the conversations about life, faith, and meaning that they need to be having. And I'd love to have that with them. And so he transitioned into running Alpha in 1990 and repositioned it to be evangelistically focused. And since then, um, 30 million people globally have gone through the Alpha course. Uh, here at Mission, we started running it four years ago. Mm-hmm. Uh, we're in our ninth course. We've had over a thousand people go through our Alpha course. And I love this topic of what you're talking about for the pastors listening in. Alpha is a significant way that if you if you run it, it can definitely help your church and your people be more missional. Yeah, absolutely. A little, if you're watching, Dan's actually drinking out of a Alpha Yeti which you must've got from Alpha. Yeah. yeah. If you're listening, you can't see it. Just trust me. He's sipping tea out of an Alpha Yeti. Little side note, my dad, who's awesome, um, he's a part of our church. But even before he was a part of our church, he was telling me about Alpha. Mm-hmm. He was running it in like local libraries eight, nine years ago. And you know that thing when your parents tell you that something's cool, you're like, there's no way it's right, cool. Right, right, right. Well, my dad was incredibly right. Alpha is incredibly cool and they've updated it a ton. Mm-hmm. Um, it's super expensive to run though, isn't it? It is 100% free. It is. It's totally so, free. Yeah, getting getting to be on the uh, Alpha Chicago board, I, I'm i shocked by that and feel that <laughs> that means people need to give generously, but it's, it's free. It's entirely free to run. And so we run it here at Mission. Now, because of how we run Alpha, we have costs. Yeah. Um, you know, there's food, there's things that we do, but the content is free, access to the videos are free, the host guides and discussion guides and training material, all free. free. Yep. Before we get into the main content today, how about like, what are some of the, every week there's a main question yep. that the talk, the video talk mm-hmm. asks. Give me some of them to help our listeners understand kind of the basis of Alpha. Yeah, the first one begins with where people are at, which is the question, is there more to life than this? Okay. And so is very there, like, simple. Yeah, very, yeah. is there more to life than this? Um, and then who is Jesus? Um, how can I have faith? Hmm. What is prayer? Uh, how can I read the Bible? And so very, very simple. And these talks are incredibly well done. Yeah, uh, Nikki's awesome. just, he's gifted by God and the film uh, crew that shot it just made it really engaging. Um, and it allows people to, hear the content and be informed from a Christian perspective. And we'll talk more about this so that in the later part of Alpha, you're not educating people. The film does that, then the team, the Alpha team plays a different role. Yeah, last thing I'll say before we get into it is, you know, as you, there's so much great content out there. I think you, the listeners, and we would consider ourselves, like there's a lot of churches that are very gifted and talented. And usually you hear about this thing and you're like, oh, we could make it better. Yes. And and in the case of our three courses, we've handcrafted and made, you've done it, 
the partner course and the planter course because we couldn't find anything out there that fit that form for what we needed. Right. When it comes to the alpha course, you can't do it better. Yep. To your point, Nikki is so evangelistically gifted. He makes maybe difficult spiritual concepts very easy to digest for mm -hmm. people. And then the way they shoot the film, mm -hmm. it's like you're watching a multi-million, well, it probably did cost them yeah. that, but Yeah, well, when amazing. you have the X-Men trilogy crew that created that, exactly. shoot the Alpha film series, it's it does. Amazing. So back to Alpha and, and the three ways we believe, and we've actually seen, that's why yeah, we believe experienced it. experienced them. Three ways that Alpha will make your church more missional. We've got Three words that start with the letter D. That's what pastors always do. They pick P, S, or sometimes D. Yeah. Um, the first way is it will impact your people's dependence. All mm -hmm. right. So Dan, talk to the listeners about how running alpha will affect and impact people's dependence. Yeah. And and for all three of these, I'll just say this up front. This is both a your people and then your church culture. That's good. And so all three of these um, shifts in being more missional are both for you, for your people and your church culture as a whole. And so this first one is dependence. Um, it Alpha says, Alpha is created to fail if the Holy Spirit doesn't show up. <laughs> they literally say that in their training. They're like, we know you're excited. Maybe you've got your Alpha volunteers ready. We're gonna help train you up. You're gonna Alpha's designed to fail unless the Holy Spirit shows up. Which right there, I mean, if you're not in a place of spirit dependency and culture, normally you're like, we've done this, we've had volunteer teams, we know what to do. And then they say, it's gonna fail if the Holy Spirit doesn't show up. It puts you in a place of dependency. Um, and it, that happens week after week. I, one of my favorite stories is I had a volunteer on my Alpha team, his name was uh, Chris, and had just come to faith in the Alpha course and then was a helper on my volunteer team, the very next um, alpha that we were running. And so often, you know, let's let's look at something like prayer. Yeah. Church leaders, you maybe you have small groups around it, and you you know how and why should I pray? And then you get people together, and they they talk about prayer, and then maybe there's a discussion question like, what would it look like? to pray in new ways this week. And then we'll circle back next week and see, and did anyone do anything? Nah, I forgot, yeah. I fell asleep. What's so great about Alpha and this dependency piece is there we were approaching the week on prayer. And my volunteer, Chris, it wasn't a discipline he wanted to grow in, it was a dependency he needed. Yeah. He went, oh my goodness, I'm gonna be holding space for people to talk about prayer. I need to pray. I don't even really know how to do this. Let's pray, let's pray right now. Dan, would you pray with me? Let's huddle up our team, let's pray. And so Alpha will take what is, boy, I hope we can help people practice disciplines, and we struggle to help them do that at times, into we are in a state of dependence, and yeah. that's where God shows up and grows us a ton. It's really cool. And, and back to that, um, failure piece, you know, Alpha is one of the few things that because as a team and as hosts and helpers, you're spending so much time in prayer depending on the Holy Spirit. It's one of those things that you can prep for, pray for, and three to five people can show up and mm -hmm. you're thrilled mm -hmm. and you're giving high fives afterwards. We put so much pressure on ourselves and we put on these programs that like if 50 to 100 people don't show up, it's a failure because of what you just said. No, the, the win is actually the team's dependency and then the guests experience through these questions. Like, yep. is there more to life than this? Yep. If you sit three to five people down and let them watch this talk and answer that question, it, it's a win. Yep. And so I talk about, um, and, and I always encourage you guys because season one really is the foundation to the season two of this podcast. 
I talk a lot, I think in episode two of season one, about just the whole idea of Holy Spirit dependency off of church dependency. And one of the other things that this has done for our hosts and helpers, I mean, how many would you estimate in the four years have been hosts and helpers? Um, probably, we've probably had around 200. Okay, so that's 200 people in our church who have seen the back end of Alpha. They're, yep. they're praying beforehand, they're praying during, they're yep. praying during the week. That has helped shift their dependency onto the Holy Spirit and off of us, Mission Church, and their pastors. And that's been one of the kind of silver bullet wins of Alpha. Yes, yeah, it happened in our team huddle just this past week. A guy named Bob, who was a guest in my Alpha Circle that's right. last course, is in our team huddle and we break them up into threes and they're praying out loud. And literally after they finished, I heard him talking to the other two in his little trio. And he's like, this is still so weird to me. I can't believe I'm praying out yeah. loud with people <laughs> at a awesome. church. Like I was not anywhere near this. And so quick speed, quick yep. speed, it's good. So good, all right. So the first way Alpha will make your church more missional is dependence. Second way is disposition. Disposition would be like your prevailing tendency, how you posture yourselves towards people, specifically people maybe far from God. So how does Alpha affect people's disposition? Yeah, and church leader, this disposition is your approach to evangelism. And in a sentence, it's it shifts it from go and get to come and see. Mm. A lot of people in our churches and uh, pastors, we can often do this. We put them in this disposition of go and get, go out there, take risk, maybe unintentionally stand on a street corner and just like get some people. Uh, Alpha switches it from not, not go and get, but come and see, come and see. And every single person can be an evangelist if they're just inviting and saying, hey, come and see. Yeah. Come and see what I've experienced at Alpha. Come and hear the talks. Come and listen to other people ask questions. Yeah. You're not on the hook yeah. for going, getting. You're just saying, hey, come and see, which is a much easier invitation and let someone actually be evangelistic. Yeah. So if you're the host of a circle and I'm a guest mm -hmm. and I can tell because I'm smart, you know, or I'm intuitive enough to be like, okay, Dan kind of, I think, knows the answers to these, these questions. Mm -hmm. There's other guests in the circle. If I say to you, Dan, well, what do you think? I feel like you know, Dan, what do you think? Well, yeah. How will you as the host, what, what do you do in that moment? Yeah, I literally say, that's a really good question. Um, what does anyone else in our circle think? Yeah. And then I'll say, you know, if they're kind of like, well, this guy's being kind of a jerk, he just keeps dodging. I say, look, my role as a host or a helper is to hold this space for you guys to have yeah. these conversations. So I'm really curious about what you all have to say about yeah. that question. And people who aren't you know, engaged in the church or if they have a little bit of experience with Christians, they're used to being talked at. And yep. Perhaps they don't even have to ask a question and they get talked at. But if you're a non-Christian and ask a Christian a question, you're definitely gonna get talked at. One of the cool coaching things that you do is it, it, you, and I actually did this the first time I did it. Uh, I, I ran a, or hosted a circle, but you coach people to like sit on their hands. If yep. you're feeling the need, like someone is saying something that you know is wrong and you want to kind of fix it or correct them, mm -hmm. you coach people, no, like if it, if, you, if it helps, just sit on your hands mm -hmm. and, and pray. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I say sing happy birthday in your head twice. Yeah. That will create space that you don't jump in and fill with what, yeah. with what you think. And I often tell um, church leaders who are curious and want to run alpha, I say, it feels like resistance training. Yeah. It's resistance training. That's good. You are going to get stretched and grown in God's activity by doing less. Yeah. Speaking less. 
praying more. Submitting your timeline for people yeah, that's good. to cross the line to God. And so it's literally resistance training. And you can pile on here in a second. Um, the reason that this helps your people live a missional life is because we're helping people as hosts and helpers posture themselves, have a disposition of hold back, listen, pray, because to help people find and follow Christ out there, outside the four walls of your church, it requires that kind of thing. It requires incarnation of showing up and, and being there, and to your point, not being Lord of their timeline. Yep. Christ is Lord of their timeline. The Holy Spirit's activity is in charge of their timeline. Your job is to ask questions, to live a, a life that provokes their questions, to, to pray for them. Mm -hmm. So I don't know what you would add to that, but we're really helping incubate people in here where it's quote unquote safe for our Christians yeah. to help them feel more freedom to live this disposition in a missional way out there. Yeah, and when you talk about a missional life, it's the merging of the church being the church with the world who doesn't know Jesus yet. And Alpha is literally a table set for those two worlds to collide. And so I talked to my team and I'm like, hey, um, the father on your kid's little league baseball team, he drops the F-bomb all the time, okay? If somebody does that in the alpha circle, your jaw can't drop and your eyes can't get wide and you can't go, you can't say that here. It's, it's practice for people out there who don't yet know Jesus. We're allowing them to come as they are and let the Holy Spirit do the work yeah. and let the talks communicate the truth. And then yeah. we love and listen well and God does his thing. Yeah, and we talked pretty candidly about our growth track last episode. Go back and listen if you if you haven't. But people will go through the Alpha Partner and Planter course and still not feel a clear calling to a people group uh, to live this missional life. And we tell them, that's great. Consider hosting or being a helper in an Alpha circle. Yep. Because you're going to get kind of that missional thing just within the building in the construct of Alpha. Absolutely. And Alpha's easy to run. Um, and so the structure is set there. And so all you know, they get to step in as hosts or helpers to the already set structure of Alpha. They don't have to deliver the content. They're off the hook. They just get to be hospitable and love people well and listen and make them feel uh, welcome. Nikki in Alpha says, win the person, not the argument. Yeah, that's good. And so church leader be freed up. Like in Alpha, your goal is to win the person, not the argument. As the person feels comfortable to come back, they'll hear the good news about Jesus again. So yeah. win the person, not the argument. If only Facebook would make that their mission statement, win the person, not the argument. Probably not gonna happen. Yeah, they might lose some people. <laughs> Moving on. Okay, uh, three ways Alpha will make your church more missional and the people of your church. We talked about dependence and just this, this need for the Holy Spirit to show up for there to be quote unquote success. Second, we just talked about disposition. The last one is desire. Talk to us about how it impacts people's desire. Yeah, um, <clears throat> I, I can say this because I experienced this having been in church for a long time of my life. And I was reminded um, John Wesley's story um, when he heard again, but with fresh ears, um, the salvation that comes through Christ, how his heart was strangely warmed. And I feel like what can happen in a disengaged person in a church is your heart can become subtly cooled. And so whenever, um, and this happens, there are people who are like, yeah, I've been in church for 30 years. Like, I, you know, I, and I, I want to tell people about Jesus. Uh, I want to live a missional life. I'm like, okay, let's, let's pump, let's pump the brakes because that yeah. probably means you may have been disconnected from people mm. outside of the church 
for a while. And so I'll say, why don't you come on and be in the alpha team? And it's in that space that they hear someone ask a question and they go, do people actually ask those types of questions? Can someone actually say that struggle or their doubt in who Jesus is or if God even exists? Is that allowed? Mm -hmm. And it allows their heart to be warmed again for people who don't have hope in Christ Jesus. And so it's an opportunity to just say, before you go, you know, gung ho out there and just like run and go and get, just sit and watch and allow God to warm your heart again as you pray for people and have conversations with people who lack the hope that you say you possess. And that's gonna give you this sensitivity in this heart and this confidence to wanna actually do something and be more on mission for their sake. Yeah, some of the format and programming of the Alpha Course, if you're a host or helper, you're very likely in the span of 10 weeks to pray with someone for healing mm-hmm. who's never asked for that before, but mm-hmm. they do for the first time. And many Christians who haven't ever prayed for someone to be totally. healed. That's gonna be stretching yep. for them too. They're going to perhaps ask to be prayed, to be filled with the Holy Spirit. Yep. And then most importantly, they're gonna ask you to pray for them to help them receive Christ, yep. salvation. In fact, the last two times I've prayed that with a person, it's been within Alpha and mm-hmm. I'm a pastor. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so, yeah. But I think as you're talking to, you guys, the listeners, you know, as pastors, we have these mission statements and ours is helping people find and follow Christ, but you can go a year and look back and be like, oh my gosh, we've had very few salvations. We've had not that many baptisms. What is going on? But you get into this rut and these rhythms that kind of make you blind to what is actually going on. And I totally believe like you, having been in a circle maybe five or six times, it really does soften your heart to have a front row seat to someone asking these questions. And I think how it does it for me is it reminds me of the time not that long ago when I was them asking Mm -hmm. those questions. Mm -hmm. And through the spirit, Christ showed up and Mm -hmm. like, you know, wrecked my life. Um, It's really great. Anything on dependence, disposition, or desire you you would add as a a closing? Yeah, I would just remind um, pastors that this is something that this this dependence shift, this disposition shift, this desire shift that can happen, um, it translates and changes the culture of your church. Yeah, And so um, be ready for that alpha. Um, you know, God can do anything, but if it's one more item that gets slapped onto a menu of tons of things uh, that you do at your church, um, the culture of spirit dependency and prayer and evangelistic positioning and being the church that the Alpha team gets to do and practice, those are all critical things you want for your church as a whole. Yeah. And so I would encourage you, don't add it as one more thing, an option off in the corner. Um, really consider making it something that your church rallies around and that you as a leader are ready for the culture to shift in your church. I wholeheartedly agree with what you just said. And I'll just add to that. We obviously, we think churches should go the growth track route, specifically gather, grow, go, equip people to live a missional life for the sake of movement. Even if you're not there to Dan's point, really consider running Alpha as a stepping stone. You can Mm -hmm. always add other courses. We can help you do that. Um, 
because of the things that Dan just said, it will change a church, but don't let it be an add-on to Dan's point. That's really good advice. If someone's listening and they're like, I think I want to start an alpha course, best next step for them to do that? Yeah, I mean, I'm available. They can have, they can reach out to me at dan at wearemission.com. Um, I help churches get started and run off all the time. Also, if you're just curious, head to alphausa.org alphausa.org. You can uh, sign up your alpha course. Just you can even there you can preview all of the materials for free. So if you're like, I wonder what these talks look like, head to alphausa.org. You can preview all of the talks, get a full uh, 360 degree tour of how alpha functions. Yeah, reach out to Dan, Dan at wearemission.com. Chances are, if you go to reach out for help to Alpha USA, they're just going to point you to Dan yeah, it's anyway. It's very good likely. <laughs> so just uh, save a step and, and go to Dan. Um, as always, hope you enjoyed this. Hope it was helpful. Hope it's helping you redefine church for movement, a movement that Jesus started. As I always say, if there's that one pastor that could really benefit from this, uh, maybe other team members, maybe you guys have talked about Alpha or a similar step, like a starting point course, share this with your team and really consider starting Alpha in your church. Most importantly, um, implement it into a growth track as a first step to help people gather, grow, and go. Thanks for listening. Until next time, this is Redefining Church. <laughs>